What's up, guys? Welcome into another episode of The Heavy Pour. You already know how we start. Justin? Ooh, that was a loud. That was good. <laughs> that was, really, good, that was a loud cheers. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. Bushlight bottles. Changing it up a little bit. I'm not a bottle guy. Really? Okay, well, I am. I, like, they, say, I think beer, beer tastes better. No, it definitely does. Yeah. But it's just like, it's hard to, it's hard to like, dispose of them. Yeah. It's so easy just to, like, crush a can or, like, fill up a trash bag full of cans. But when you got bottles, it's just... More destruction, breaking. I also stuff. have seen you break like dozens of glasses. Yeah. So I have, glass bottles aren't good for you. I think I think I have broken the most in the house over the past two years. I don't need to think. I know you have, dude. Dude, I think I'm at like nine. I thought you were more at like twelve. I think you're double I think digits. You're, I think you're. I think you're over overselling that. Ah, it could bit. be. There's a little bit. No, but I'd always like accidentally tip them over or whatever, and they would just always shatter. One was so dumb though. Do you remember when the bowl? It was like a thick ceramic black bowl, I think, last year at our house when yeah. we had carpet in the living room, and I dropped it somehow. Like, when I was sitting on the couch, it fell literally two feet, and it just did a perfect crack in half. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. At this point, bro, I didn't just... It's just your luck, honestly. Yeah, and I'm Irish, too. What the hell? I don't know. Come on, look like, at the Irish. Walk Come under on. a ladder or like no. see a black cat. What else? Hey, if the worst if if the worst luck I have in my life is me just accidentally breaking glasses, I'm that can't be that bad, right? Yeah, all right. I'll, that I'd take that over a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, like a nice fancy dinner, just shattering some shit. fine china. <laughs> You're just shattering it. Oh yeah, sorry. This is uh, complimentary though, right? Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bring a couple more. Hey, I swear I don't do this often. I don't do this often. All right, let's uh, jump right into it, guys couple really good games this week. We'll give you our top three here. But number one stands leagues ahead of every other game this week. Yep. You got the Steelers at the Bills. The two closest ranked teams in the AFC. Yeah, definitely. I got Bills. Could you imagine if COVID wasn't a thing, how up Bills Mafia would get for this game? Plastic tables wouldn't oh be a thing anymore. Gosh, They'd be extinct. Be so sweet. An object would be extinct. Oh, it'd be crazy. That stadium would be bumping. But yeah, I got Bills too. I there, think there'd be some really fun memes coming out of that oh, yeah. too. They're good for a meme every oh, Sunday. Oh, they are. I mean, they're dedicated. Every home game. They're oh, really yeah. dedicated. Do you remember that video where the guy jumped off like that wall? It was like an elevated surface, and he like he dolphin dove. It was like fifteen feet probably, and he missed the table and was oh, unconscious yeah. on the ground. <laughs> oh, throwback that was crazy, to uh, dude. <laughs> throwback to Oktoberfest two years ago. Were you outside when the dude? Uh, Jumped on the table and tried to break it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't break it. Yeah, I remember that. You know, so two years ago, we were at Oktoberfest in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yep. And we had a table outside playing Pong, right? Yep. And these two kids just walked by and like, hey, can we break your table? And we just looked at him like, no, what? Yeah, what? Why, that's it. A, it's why? a weird question. B, how? We had no idea who these guys were. Yeah. Yeah, just really random. Yep. Nope. And we were like, no, get out of here. And they're like, all right, but... It'd be kind of cool if we could break your table. And because, like, the the roof was probably only, like, 12 feet above the deck, just 10 about. feet. It was doable. It was really doable. And, I mean, we ended up letting them jump on the table, but these guys could not break the table. No, they couldn't. At all. Like, they took, like, three or four shots at it, too. Yeah, they were sending it, too. It wasn't yeah. like they were just, like, you know, like, oh, you know, where you kind of, like, you kind of chicken out at the end, so you like half-ass it. Like they were, they were giving it. Oh, one of them stood up on like a bench and jumped off yep. the bench on top yep. and just like bounced off and hit the ground. So Bills Mafia, whatever you guys are doing to break these tables, 
It's impressive. Maybe, but it did. It did completely. It didn't break the table, but it was. It was. It bent. In. It bent. It, <laughs> it bent in. Yes, yes. It wasn't the same, but this game should be really good. I'm excited for it. I think another another big test for. Well, not another big test. Probably the only big test the Steelers have had all season. Coming off of last week's performance, this would be a very good win for them. I, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm gonna jump on the Steelers bandwagon if they win this game, but it's gonna be big. If the Steelers win this game. They're probably going 15-1. and one. Yeah. All they need is a spark. I would assume that defense is coming off the top rope now after losing to Washington. Their defense is legit. Oh, I've never absolutely. I've never been I've never had any questions about their defense. I mean that was that was what was driving them in games. For most of the part this whole season was their defense is just crazy good. Yeah, and TJ can't score. And TJ Watt's probably gonna be defensive player of the year. I would think so. I'd hope so. He's Standing on his head out there, he doesn't get yeah. half as much credit as he should. You no, said that the other so night. Good. Yeah, he's a he's a beast. He's like a top three pass rusher in the league. Oh yeah, if JJ was putting up these numbers, he'd be like clear cut yeah. defensive player of the year. Yeah, is it just like the little brother yeah. thing? Like, I mean, if you could build a team around a pass rusher right now, all things considered, like injuries, age. I mean, are you taking TJ? I'm probably taking. It's either TJ Watt or Chase Young. Chase Young, yeah. just because Chase Young's a few years younger. About Daniel. Neil Hunter's great. He is. My only thing is Chase Young's younger than him. Miles Garrett. Oh, God. It's hard to say no to any of these guys. I know. I, the only reason I'm answering Chase Young is because he's, yeah, like, rookie. first. Yeah, he's a rookie, and he's showing out. Yeah, definitely. I just, I wonder if, it's not a question of ceiling with Chase Young. I just, you have, like, proven. These guys have proven it. Right. You know? So, you, so you in just the terms of production, you're taking a bit of a role. Yeah. Or no, Nick I, Bosa I definitely am. Oh, yeah, Nick. Yeah. I kind of forgot because he's hurt right now. Yeah, I might have to take Nick Bosa because he's got that proven talent and right. he's got the age where like he's got ten yeah. years left in his career. Man, it's interesting. I don't know. There a lot are of, a lot, lot of, really of good, good pass, pass rushers. rushers right now. You know what will be interesting about this game though is seeing seeing if Josh Allen can keep it rolling. Yeah, he played especially great against, against the best Sandra. defense in the NFL. I think it's safe to say the Steelers probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think yeah. that's a question. I think parts of other teams' defenses could yeah. like compete, but as a whole, that like unit a totality. is the best. Yeah. yeah, by far. That's, that's a great game. It's going to be a really good game. Whoever wins this game is rolling through the rest of the season with steam. And if the Steelers can get the home field advantage in the championship game, assuming they take care of business in the playoffs against the Chiefs, that's also big. Home field matters so much in the playoffs. Any oh, edge yeah. you can get, especially over the reigning champs, you need everything. Oh, they definitely do. Need everything. So, I mean, because they have the same record right now. They're both 11-1. and one. I don't know who would have the tiebreaker between the two. If they, I think it goes by strength of schedule. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, so the Chiefs would... Yeah, the Steelers, yeah, no way in hell the Steelers no. are getting that. Because <laughs> I know that they've been talking about that with um, the Saints and the Packers because those two are probably going to end up with the same schedule. Well, the Packers beat the Saints already. Yeah, it said so- they said something about if they had the same record that they're going to go off strength of schedule, I think. That wouldn't make sense because we had the head. That's what I thought, but I thought I read that. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I just I, I don't know how playoff rules work. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. I know to that either. they're add, but they are adding. You know, it's a little bit different this year. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure what they're going to do yeah. with that, but I thought I read something that strength schedule comes into play. If that does come in, the Chiefs are taking that home yeah. field without a doubt. One hundred percent. And moving on to our next game, though, you got a score prediction. I could see it being like twenty-three seventeen Bills. Yeah, it could be really low. Yeah, I don't. The Steelers don't give a lot of points. No. 
20, I, I'm thinking like 27-23. Okay. I think it's going to be less than a touchdown yeah. spread. I wonder what the spread is. I think it's two and a half, if I'm right. Are the Steelers favored? Yeah. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. But we both got the Bills, so we'll see how that rolls moving forward. Moving on to our next game, which we mentioned just a little bit about this. Uh, the Chiefs, 11-1 and at the Miami Dolphins, who are 8-4. and I see this one as a show your worth for the Miami Dolphins. Mm. I mean, they have a really good season going. They're only one game back. They're way better than I thought. I did not expect an 8-4 and four Dude, record. No, I thought they are going to go 6-10 and 10 this year. I did too, and now they're probably going to be a playoff team. And I want to see just how good this team is. I I guess I really haven't watched a ton of Dolphins games, so I can't say how they look. But, I mean, I've been watching Tua's highlights every single week because I think Tua's going to be awesome. Even if they don't play perfect against the Chiefs, this is going to show us just how good the Dolphins are because there's no better team to showcase how good you are yeah. than the top of the top. Is there a better team in football to prove your worth against other than the Chiefs? Oh, yeah, they're head honcho, top dogs. Yeah, I mean, um, if you if you want someone to pick on, you're going to go to the bully, and the schoolyard bully this year is the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. It should be a good game. I would be very surprised if the Chiefs lost. I'm rolling with the Chiefs in this game. I also have the Chiefs. I, I think the Chiefs are going to run away with it, but I do want to see what the Dolphins have. I agree, and I think this is, again, good test for the Dolphins, see where they're at. And if they do lose by a lot, you know, it happens. It's the Chiefs. The Dolphins are also a super young team. Exactly. Like, they were... Before this season, I think everyone kind of thought they were still in their rebuild. 8-4 and four makes it look like they're not in their rebuild anymore and they're full go. But I think they're still looking for some pieces. So this is a props to uh, Brian Flores. He's a great coach. He is. He's awesome. And he fights for his guys. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he, he rides that, um, for Miami. Was it uh, Jakeem Grant who got lit up? Yeah. And Devontae Parker and I'm blanking on the other guy came up in his defense and they got ejected from the game. I think I'm telling this story correct. I think yeah, I remember reading something about it, yeah. And uh Flores was pissed. He ran out on the field. I thought the dude was gonna throw hands with an NFL player. <laughs> but as a player, dude, my head coach does that. I'm ready to run through a brick wall for that man. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, if he's running out there and he's ready to ready to throw some punches for me, I'm gonna be like, Yep, that's my guy right there. That's my quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. I, no, love that. That, I love that, Jeff. <laughs> it's going to be a fun game. This is a very like up-and-coming who's good in the AFC and what's to come in the next three, four years. But let's move on to the top game in the NFC this week. We got the Vikings at 6-6 six and six at the Bucks 7-5. I think we both agree that the Bucks are way better than 7-5. and five. Yeah, like They just haven't played up to their potential yet. Right, and I think we knew that it was going to take, at least I always had the thought that it was going to take some gelling. Because of the fact that this is the first year Brady is playing with Bruce Arians. First year is not with the Patriots. Patriots in his, or Bill uh, Belichick. Career. Correct. So I always thought there was going to be like a little acclimation process, but I didn't expect them to be 7-5 and five right now. I didn't kinda, either. I kind of thought they were going to be 9-3 and three probably. I, I expect them on the to low be, side. yeah, like the head honchos. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised that they were walking in at 10-2. and two. I would not be either. And that's what's so interesting and also scary at the same point because I'm just worried that these guys and they might use this as the game to turn it on, and they might just hit. You gotta hit the hit the hot spot right at the right right at the right time and walk into the playoffs, knowing what you're gonna do, how you're gonna win. You get hot at the right time. That's that's how you do it. This team has it would not surprise me at all. 
I think this is probably the team that has the most untapped potential in the NFL right yeah. now. Like the Chiefs, they're we already know who they are. Though we already right? know who they are. Yeah. They're amazing. We don't know just how high the Bucks can fly. Yeah. I think it's pretty damn high. You don't know how high I can fly. Thank you. I yeah, I figured you'd pick up on that one. Office reference. <laughs> Michael Scott, baby. Yeah. He'd be a fun guest. Yes, he would. What about the Vikings though? They got a shot in this game? The Vikings do have a shot in this game. I think it's a pretty good shot too. I'm not sure how many people would be surprised if the Vikings did pull this one out. Honestly, I wouldn't be entirely surprised. I definitely I mean, wouldn't be either. I'd be a little like, oh, damn, that's good. But I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, wager anything on it. No, I'm picking the Bucks in this game, but sure. I the way the Bucks have played this season and how hot and cold the Vikings are, they could turn it on and beat this team. I mean, the Vikings beat the uh, the Packers this year in like yeah. a big surprise. Yeah. And then almost fumbled the bag against the Jags. Yeah. Like there's no consistency the yeah. Vikings right now. And I think the Vikings are also honestly in, in this is why I get so frustrated with the Packers is because, like, when they play bad teams, like, I mean, a lot of times they do blow it out. But then other times, like, they beat the Jags by a few goal. Like, it feels like sometimes they just play down to their competition. I think the Vikings are really, really good at playing up to their competition. And I think they're really bad at playing down to their competition. Absolutely. The like, Vikings losing are, to the Cowboys. The Vikings are the, like... Almost blowing it against the Jags. But then... You know, beating the Packers or... And I'm, I'm, I'm expecting this is going to be a close game. I would assume so, too. I don't know how to describe the Vikings right now. Is this primetime? No, it's a noon game. Damn, why? I don't know. It should be a primetime game. It re- Tom I Brady mean, gets every primetime game known to man. No kidding, but I'm kind of glad it's not primetime because Kirk Cousins in primetime is not Kirk Cousins <laughs> you want. Hey, come on. That narrative has been put to bed against the Saints last year. Okay, you're right. No, well, it wasn't just... at three o'clock. It's the playoffs. Every game is prime time. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah it, it's all winter. Yep. You know. Yep. Winter, yeah. pack them up, baby. Exactly. I got the Bucks. You ride with the Bucks too. This leads me into my heavy port game of the week, and I just want to preface this by saying we, Justin and I, you know, we usually talk about like what our heavy port situations looking like. We usually don't say who we're gonna pick for our game, and then we come up here and rip. But there wasn't a lot of heavy poor matchups that I wanted to pull the trigger on this week. No, guys, this week the matchups were either like this is gonna be a bloodbath, or these are two shitty teams, or these are two yeah. good teams. So I'm going with the Vikings only based off the fact the fact that why it's a heavy poor game for me is because the Bucks have one of the most ta- talented rosters in the NFL, and the Bucks' ceiling is probably a Super Bowl team if they can figure everything out, right? Without so that's that's the only reason why I'm considering this a heavy pour just because of the talent and having Tom Brady too, right? That that never hurts. But I'm going with the Vikings and I know I've been saying I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks turn it on, but I've also seen the Bucks not look great. And that also worries me. They come out flat a lot. I mean, they lost I, to the Bears. It just doesn't make sense why Bruce Arians keeps calling vertical plays for Brady. It just like it just feels like he's trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, he's trying to. I mean, yes, Tom Brady is phenomenal, but that's not the player. Know he your is. strengths. Exactly. You got to know who you have. Absolutely. I mean, I was just gonna say it wouldn't hurt to get him more weapons, but he has he's all the He's got all the weapons in the world, world dude. dude. No, he Are doesn't need anybody me? else. <laughs> Any I... one of those guys can take any pass to the house. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, AJ absolutely. Brown. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Even Antonio Ronald Brown. Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to. I'm going to call you out on your bullshit, dude. Hey, I Shut the it. hell up. <laughs> That's a candid from last episode, huh? Dude, that was so funny. Yeah, God, guys. I was getting legitimately pissed off. That's the issue. <laughs> oh, I know. No, Carson Wentz. I'll say it on air right now. The Carson Wentz comparison was more so to make Henry mad than anything. Because my first thought was Derek Carr. But I was like, you know what? If I say Carson Wentz, I think I can rile up just enough Dude, to get when literally, mad. Dude, when literally four hours or like a whole day before we recorded, Wentz got, he got benched. That's why I was just like, what are you actually talking about? Yep. <laughs> but anyways, I don't need to I don't need to get worked up again, so we're just going to stop there. Well, I just want one more thing on the Vikings, though. I think, A, if I was a Vikings fan, honestly, I'm all about tanking. I hate being mediocre. But the Vikings have the talent to win games. That's what just didn't make sense in the, what were they, 1-4 to start the season? Yeah, I think they were 1-4 or 1-5. I think we were 1-5. Yeah, that's a great turnaround. I wonder, because I know during the during the start, right, Zimmer was taking a lot of heat for how his team was performing. But like, as you you, because you're a Viking fan, were you ever like can Zimmer? No, I'm okay. full on in keep Mike Zimmer. His defenses are unreal. Yeah, we can't expect to be contenders every single year, or even like a solid playoff team every year. It's just the woes of the NFL. I mean, we need we just need to re up our team. We need a few down years to like build. I didn't think it was stated enough how much how many veteran contribute contributors you guys had that were just longtime players, right? That left this offseason between you know Everson Griffin and Xavier Rhodes and so on and so forth. We, we lost our top three corners this year. Yeah, exactly. Trey Wayne's, Mackenzie Alexander left too. He's on the Bengals, correct? Yeah, yeah. He and Trey Wayne's both signed with yep. the Bengals this year. <laughs> That's a lot of pieces. Oh, yeah, when you lose your top three at a position, yeah. that's very hard to recover from. Very. And then, when you, and again, when you lose your top three, you're going to be putting rookies in. There's just no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, and that's right? exactly unless why. You're, unless you're feeling it through free agency. Yeah, and they didn't. No. So and it's not free secondary. agency. I've always, and this might be just because I'm a Packer fan, because <laughs> like, we don't spend money on free agents. But I don't know if I truly believe that free agency is a way to necessarily fixed teams i think it's i think it's better because a lot of times it's short-term fixes right yeah you're finding a stopgap or you're finding like right. a, a like not a, a quintessential player but like like a uh, right and i think it, i think it's better to and it's a good way to bolster teams that are already on the brink of contention or looking to take the next step yeah or, you want that depth right and i don't know if where the vikings were at necessarily they wanted to fill three even two spots i'm surprised they didn't sign anyone though no i would have signed somebody right we came in not looking great yeah still not looking good in secondary getting better yeah definitely definitely we like one through three was awful i think in this game though if i had to put a score down it's gonna be close i would imagine I, i could see like 27 23 likes Maybe maybe closer to like twenty four twenty, somewhere along the lines there. I think it's gonna come down to like the last five minutes of the game. Oh, it probably will. I think the Bucks defense is gonna keep it from being a shootout, and I think their offense also is gonna sputter a little bit like they usually do. Sure. So it'll probably be a low scoring game. Would not be surprised if they hung forty two on you guys though. Also, would not be surprised. Yeah. I'm waiting for Tom Brady to come out and throw five touchdown passes. Yeah, it's pro. It's it just feels like he's due. He is. And I mean, with the receivers he has, those yeah, guys exactly. are due for That's a big why play. I know. 
Ronald Jones is having a really nice year. He's almost at a thousand yards, yeah. and we're not talking about him a lot. I think he's, he's like great. number four in the league in rushing he is. yards. Yeah, he's is got four hundred and twenty yards. I think it yeah. is. That's a great year. It's a and really good year. Yeah, definitely good for him. That's doesn't hurt the offense. That's for sure. No, and right? it seems like everyone's been doubting him. Like, oh, absolutely. The last few years. Yeah, and I, I get it because he doesn't catch passes, and Bruce mm-hmm. Arians is like a my running back needs to catch passes kind of. Him guy. and Fournette have been dropping a lot of passes. Yeah, that's not yeah. been good. You no. know, like Bruce Arians is always kind of like idling at like a pink face, and like the more drops oh, yeah. there are, like it's just redder and redder. He's not one to hide his emotion either. Like, doesn't he have one of that like really famous gif where he's like, like giving one of those faces or something at like a bad call? I mean, no one can see my face, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. I I really do feel like Bruce Arians is just he just kind of goes tomato red every game for like a good quarter. Yeah, and it's always because his running backs. Rightfully so, though, I mean, when you're setting up your guy for a screen or something, and like, they have five yards of space, and they're dropping the ball, you're just like, come on. Like, make a play. You're an NFL player. Yes. But this is a turning point for Ronald Jones' career. He was in jeopardy of losing his job, and I think he's solidified it now, or at least bought himself another year or two. Yeah, I think so, too. I'd like to see what his contract status is because he's probably got – because he was in the 2018 draft class, I believe, out of USC. Something like that, yeah. He's he just like signed, his third year. I'm, I'm guessing next year's his contract year then because you usually sign four-year deals. Yeah, with like a fifth college. option, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting to see. A lot of – I'm excited for that game though. The top three games are nice, man. They're really good. No, yeah. this week had a lot of good games and then a lot of like bottom yep. of the and, barrel and games and just yeah. not a lot of heavy – not yeah, a lot of heavy more opportunity. Of, uh, no. So I'm going to have another iffy one. We got the Patriots over the Rams. Patriots are 6-6, six and six, Rams are 8-4. and four. It's not that big of a discrepancy, but I don't right. think anybody can argue that this game is insanely far apart. Yeah, The Patriots have not been good. No, and their offense especially, like, they just win games, though. That's the thing. Like, it's not pretty by any means necessary. Cam Newton's completing probably, like, 50% of his passes. He, he probably passed, has, like, three passing touchdowns this year. He passed for 69 yards last week. Yeah, I know. He's passed for under 100 yards in two of the last three games, and he has. they have more wins than he has passing touchdowns. He's got I, five passing touchdowns I think this year. guys love playing with him, though. And I think that because I think he's I think he's a leader, and I think I think guys just, like, love his energy and aura. And his competitiveness. Now, obviously, that hasn't translated into his talent to throw a football over the past two years because no. his his uh, just the just the injuries he's had. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's an issue with like Cam seeing it. I just think it's an issue of can his arm do it anymore? Yeah, definitely. But I I don't I don't know if it's stated enough. But when you have especially at quarterback, when you have a guy that you love and like want to play for, like I mentioned earlier with the coach, like that, you give it your all every play. Right. Oh yeah, and I think I think that. Yo, yeah, and I think I think his teammates love playing with him. For sure. Still though. Wait, what are you gonna say? Meeting Cam Newton would be wild. Yeah, he would just tower over us. Well, I I mean, like he seems like such a character. Oh yeah, he'd be a lot of fun to hang out with. I feel like he'd be really funny. I don't I don't know if it's just like his outfits are just kind of insane. I think that he's just kind of got that like I don't care like yeah this is cool. He's got a lot of um. He's also got like a lot of meme moments, like that one earlier this year where he's in the he's sitting on the bench and I don't know who was talking to him, but then he like makes a really weird face, like they said something crazy and then he slides down onto the <laughs> ground. 
It's just so funny. Oh, or like a few seasons ago when he was, wasn't he flying like coach or something in a plane and he tried to pay someone for a window seat and they said no. And he was like, dude, I'm Cam Newton. Like, yeah. I'll pay you thousands. And they're like, no, I, I want the window seat. Bro, how dumb do you have to be? Okay. What if he was playing chess though? What if he's like, just, cause he's just trying to raise the price where Cam's like, bro, I'll give you a thousand dollars if I can sit where you're sitting. <laughs> I don't know, Cam. I kind of, I kind of like this seat. Okay. 2000 just not doing it for me just keeps raising the price because you know cam's probably like if he's offering a thousand dollars to take your seat he's probably gonna he's probably gonna drop some big money on you right like oh, he's, yeah, he's not afraid me? to drop a couple thousand no he's got plenty of money but he, if he asked me and he was like hey thousand dollars if i can take your seat i'd be like I'll sit on the floor the whole damn flight if you want me to <laughs> <laughs> like i don't care Find you a game dude yeah <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, $1,000? Come on. I don't know if I could talk in this Come situation. Out. I'd be like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, seriously, like, I'd be this like. This is Cam Newton? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, uh, like, okay. I'm, I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan, but still, like, yeah. I mean, former NFL MVP. Like, this guy's good. Yep. And, yeah, he's he's falling off, but that's just yeah. what happens to your body after a while. Definitely. I don't really have a rhyme or reason other than Bill Belichick in this game. And I think that. The Patriots being six and six is such like an indictment. Not no, not indictment. Wrong word. I was an English major, guys. Come on, I know what I'm talking about. It's such a compliment to Bill Belichick. Before the season, everyone on his defense opted out. They were all veterans, been in the been in the system. That's tough. Then you lose Tom Brady, right? And that might have been mutual. We don't really know the whole story behind it because apparently Bill was, I don't know, whatever. That's also tough, right? Oh, yeah, you lose your franchise you, guy. You take you, this roster, it's pretty abysmal, is it not? There's not a lot there's of talent. Not a, there's, there's not a lot of talent. There's no, like, standout stud star. Who's, like, the – I mean, Nikhil Harry could always – I wouldn't be surprised if he turns into a great wide receiver, but we haven't seen it. He's been injured a lot. Yeah, Jacoby Myers has been playing better, and Jacoby Myers was, like, a seventh-round pick that same year. Damian Harris, though? He started to look good. He and he was a stud at Bama too, but he was just behind because Bama always had guys. Yeah, well, there was Najee, Jacobs, right? Josh Jacobs. They just always had five stars on five stars, and I think Damian was. Mm, I think he was like a four star coming out of high school, but he's just a grinder. He just gets it done. And when you're at Bama, you're good enough to play in the league, right? Oh yeah. He just needed an opportunity to showcase what he could do, and I think he's showing it. But besides for that, I mean, who even on the defense? I can't think of a name because everyone opted out. Like Stefan like Stephon Gilmore. Oh, duh. Yeah, that but was stupid. But is Devin McCourty still there too? Didn't he opt out? Didn't one of the McCourty bros opt out? I think it was Jason McCourty that opted out. I think Devin's playing. Okay. So, I, I mean, thought they one have of them corners, opted out, yeah. But like, yeah, corner's awesome, but corner's yeah. not stopping the run game. No. And they're still playing great. Interesting. Yeah, this is all on Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill Belichick's insane. I'd like to see... I'd like to see how their run game goes up against the Rams, though. Because Aaron Donald stops a lot of stuff. Yeah, he does. Aaron Donald yes, is does. just puts his arms out. That's how far you can't run. He, he, he can't pretty, run dude, honestly, he, he, he's covering two or three gaps. Yeah, he is. In the sense that wherever he, whoever he is lined up over, that's already considered a loss, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. If you're running towards his hole or his gap, I don't know what the hell you're thinking. I don't know why you never call that. No, I don't either. There's no point. Just no. like 
give it up. Up the middle is not an option anymore. No. Interesting, though. It's going to be a weird game. I think so. I'm ready to see it. Why do I feel like the Rams' offense hasn't been scoring a lot of points, though? I wouldn't be surprised if this is a close game. No, Bill Belichick's going to keep it close. Yeah, so the Rams' games this year, they're winning games like 24 to 10, 23-16, 16-24. I think the most points they've scored this year is 38, which is a lot. But my point being is their offense isn't very explosive. No, they just get it done. They're really they efficient, do. but they're not like over the top. They rely on a good defense, and that's fine because it's working. I don't know what their offense would look like without Sean McVay. That would be that be a, that'd be a sore sight for the eyes. 14 points a game. Probably. Not good. Probably. Not good at all. I, I could see it. I could see it, though. I definitely could see the Patriots winning this game. Because, again, just because of our heavy poor options this week, there, were, there weren't a ton. No, not good. I'm taking the Rams in this one. Okay. A little fun rivalry, then. <laughs> but, yeah. This is something that's been rattling around in my head the last, like, week or two. Is there a coach that is objectively worse than Adam Gase in the NFL? I can't think of any any coach I would want, like, less than Adam Gase. Jeez. No, I can't think of anyone in the NFL that I'd want less than Adam Gase. He's just train-wrecked every franchise. Yeah, he's not good. And when he got hired with the Jets, it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. No, I, I don't know what and Actually, I, I know why he got hired. It was because of Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah, he's he's been riding Peyton Manning, that one Peyton and, Manning season. And Peyton Manning made a call to the Jets owner and talked to him and was like, Adam Gase is your guy. Did he actually? I'm fairly certain that's what happened. I remember oh, listening to a podcast that talked about it a little bit. I think it was Stick to Football. Okay. Talking about how Peyton Manning was involved in it. Dude. Because that was Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator, right, when they, were, when they were balling out at the Broncos. Yeah, I, I totally get, like, if Peyton calls you, yeah, you're it's taking tough. his advice. Yeah, it's tough not but... to take that advice. But, dude, Peyton, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, Adam Gase is just train-wrecking NFL teams. Yeah. And it's bad. But this might be a heavy pour. I think there's merit to hiring Adam Gase as a coach if you want your team to die. Like, if you're on the edge of contention, hire— Like, if you're, like, 8-8, eight and eight, like, three years in a row, and you're like, you know what, let's just blow this up. We're not good yeah. enough to win— but we're not bad enough to like lose. Yeah, you call Adam Gase, and in two seasons, you are going 1-15, 0-16. He will completely ruin your entire franchise. Right. Like, and, he and, and, implodes. So one thing they do in college football a lot is when a coach gets fired. I mean, even in the NFL, you have an interim head coach, right? Yeah. So Ole Miss just did this with uh, Matt Luke. They had him for two seasons, and then they hired Lane Kiffin. Still a sore spot. <laughs> yeah, FAU. Go Owls, baby. Yeah. So what I'm getting at is teams do do this to a sense where they're not going to give like a full a full term deal yeah. to the head coach. You're just going to be a holdover. But I don't know if you can hire Adam Gase because interns are usually just promoted up through the team. And they'll be like, yeah, you can have the keys for a year or two. And then we're going to go and get a coach that's going to have us win, right? Yeah. I mean, as a fan, I would be so mad. Oh, I would be pissed. I'd be so mad. It, you, there's, there's no logistical way you could ever sell this to anyone if you're this owner, right? No. But uh-huh. I understand your premise of being like, hey, if you want to suck, he's really good at sucking. <laughs> he's like the best in the game. He's the best in the just... game at being ass cheeks. Yeah. 
I mean, like, what do, what do you do when you're, you want to build a building out of plot, but there's something there? You hire a demo crew. Adam Gase is the demo crew. He, he brings <laughs> yeah. TNT and just brings the whole goddamn thing down. Up. The thing, though, that, that might have, like, longer impact is you want to be able to build a culture at the same time, right? And I don't know if Adam Gase does that. No, he's at not. All. No. Not only that, but you also want to entice free agents when you are good. And if you have that not good culture, I mean, no one's going to... Dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Jets just can't... I mean, the Jets were going to give Anthony Barr a hell of a lot more money than the Vikings, right? Yeah, a ton more. And it, it was it came out that it was like a verbal agreement. Anthony Barr's like, I'm going to the Jets. And the Vikes were like, all right, hold up. Let me give you a little bit more. Like, they're still going to give you more. And he's like, yeah, I'm back with the Vikes. Probably a good call for Anthony Barr. Yes. I also, and what I'm getting at with that is that I don't think free agents are going to want to go to the Jets for a long time. No. Now, maybe if Trevor Lawrence walks in there and he's like, like what if they win five games next year? And Trevor Lawrence is their starting quarterback, and he gets rookie of the year. Now you have something. Yeah, that's something to build on. But Adam Gase is most certainly not there anymore. And if he is, I don't know what to say anymore. There's no way he has that job next year, right? No, there can't be. I don't even know. I think the only reason he still has a job now is because they want to make sure they go 0-16. Yeah, and I and we when we talked about rebuilding the Jets a while ago, I was like, you keep Adam Gase until your own sixteen. The second that clock hits zero on that last game, you don't even let him back on the bus. <laughs> and you say, find find a, find your own flight home, boss. Do you know Adam Gase is stepping off the bus like Creed Bratton in the office, and he's just tossing the keys behind him, going, "Keep running." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Acting like he's got a valet. And then boom, Eric Bieniemy catches it. See, now that'd be a great hire, but I also don't trust the Jets. To make that hire. No, absolutely not. The Jets are going to Jets. They always do. You know? Yeah. But let's talk about some free agency. Now, we're going to revisit this after the Super Bowl when it's offseason time. But let's do a little quick hitter on quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that will be free agents this year. Sure. There's some intriguing guys on here. There is. And I kind of want to see what you're thinking. So right off the bat, we'll go Dak Prescott. Uh, he's got to re-sign with the Cowboys. I think so, and too. And if he didn't, I mean, he's going to have a huge market if he doesn't. Like, teams are going to be very excited if he doesn't. But if you're the Cowboys, that's a mistake. Oh, yeah. He's so franchise? pivotal to the team. So pivotal to the team. He's a franchise quarterback. He is. And yeah. And he is. I'm can't, sold. can't let him walk. No. No, that would be awful if they let Dak Prescott walk. It's so hard to find a franchise quarterback. And you have one, and he had a terrible injury. But he's going to come back okay. Oh, he absolutely is. And Dak's got enough weapons where they can they can bring him in, like, you know, week two, week three next year if he's not ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can give the keys to someone for a few weeks, and they'll be fine. They'll recover. Like, they take two or three losses on the chin next year right away. Sure. That's fine. Dak's going to come back, and he's, he's going to be with a vengeance. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, Jameis. Famous Jameis. Let's go. I got, I got him going to the Colts. Yeah, that's an interesting spot. I wonder, I have a feeling that they're going to re-sign Rivers, though. I could see it, but I think that Jameis is the better option because he's so much younger. And I, I mean, sure. they're kind of similar players. They kind of just turn the ball over at will. Yeah, 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 they definitely do. I, I guess my only point that Rivers would come back is, A, I think Rivers likes it there, and B, the Colts are having legitimate success. And it, there's no guarantee with how old Rivers is, and that's 39. Correct, like he could he could come back next year and just go off a cliff because he's that old. Oh, definitely. 
But in the same point, like, kind of don't fix what isn't broken. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, no, it definitely does. I mean, if you're having success now, maybe try to add a few, like, role players and see if you, you got it next right. year. I get that. And I don't know if Jameis is enticing enough to roll the dice with him. Yeah, I guess it'll just be how Philip Rivers looks in the offseason, too. Definitely. Because if you sign Jameis, it's, I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong. There's, there's a, a lot. There's a lot that, that can go, go right, wrong. too. Yeah, there is. He, that's what's so polarizing about him is that it's just like when he's at Tampa, he'd make a great throw, and you're like, damn, all right. And then he would just have <laughs> Next an drive, awful go. interception. And then you throw it right to the linebacker, like yeah. no one near. And you're like, Jameis, what were you looking at, dude? Yeah. Interesting. So number three up here next is – oh, actually, let me take this back. So Jameis of the Colts is good. Yep. Jameis of the 49ers. That's the only other team I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. I would take Jameis over Jimmy. I would too. You know what Jimmy is. You don't entire. I mean, like, you know what Jameis is, right? But, but he had that eye surgery, so you don't know dude, if he's he, better now. Yeah, LASIK. He did have LASIK eye surgery. This guy was out there reading defenses when he couldn't see. Yep. Talk about a goat, dude. Honestly, I kind of want to know. I want. Fuck it, know. Mike Evans down there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Evans is good enough to catch it. Oh yeah, why? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But Kyle Shanahan schemes you so well, man. You're gonna have so many open. All things considered, hoping that. Everyone's healthy next year. If you're a quarterback, you want to play under Shanahan, right? Oh, yeah, because he's going to make your life, like, not super easy, but he's he's going to take pressure off you. Yeah, and you, you're not going to probably get 35 passes a game because it's not like an air raid, spread it out. No, the Niners don't need that many passes. They're going to no. score on the ground. Yeah, exactly. But those play-action passes, man, and you're throwing to George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and then you have a nice backfield, good offensive line. Great defense. I mean, set up for success. They just need that quarterback, like we've been talking about. Yeah, that's a good spot. Cam. Cam's not going to be a starter anywhere. I don't think so. I think he's going to the Bills as a backup. Uh, That'd be interesting. The Bills are losing Matt Barkley. Sure. Their backup. And if you're going to try to, like, physically build a player that is Josh Allen's stature, that's Cam Newton. They're the two most similarly built quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, 6'4, 6'5, like, Mm. 230-ish. My only thing with that is that they used a fourth-round pick on Jake Fromm this year. They did do that, yeah. I'm not sure if he's destined to be, like, the future backup. No, neither am I. And fourth-round picks isn't, like, a whole lot of, you know, nothing's guaranteed. No, not at all. Wherever you get drafted, where like, wherever you get drafted. But they they did use a fourth-rounder on him. Yeah, so there's, there's some merit there. Yeah, there's definitely merit. That'd be a good fit. I was thinking about this, too, man. I... I can't think of a whole lot of spots where he'd be able to succeed. No, that's why I picked the Bills, honestly, just because of the like the stature of like. Yeah. I mean, if the if Allen goes down, Cam will just coast. Would he be open to taking a Taysom Hill type role in a situation? I mean, if you can get him in an offense where the starting quarterback isn't nearly as mobile as he is, and you can build, and this is going to take a really creative offensive coach. Could you get him in some packages where he's running wildcat or, like, you know, he's a third-down quarterback when it's third and short. He's going to come in for option plays. Like, that could be in, that could be interesting. That could be, yeah. I mean, there's not many coaches that could do that. No. But if you could find him. And I don't yeah. know if he has, like, because that would be tough, too. As like, if I was a starting quarterback for 10 years and I'm like, man, like, I'm only coming in for packages, like, 10 plays a game, that would suck. Yeah, that I mean, it, he'd really have to cut down on his ego, but, I mean. Yeah. Mike, I feel Kyle Shanahan could probably do it. 
He's got yeah. keys. He could do that it. That would be. Int- it's just. I don't think he can throw the football anymore. No, and I mean that's not on anything that like his decisions. It's more so just his shoulder. And that's the price. And that's what sucks about having such a physical like specimen Cam Newton is. Yeah. It's just the hits he took. So many hits. Oh, tons. Early in his career. And I remember when he was having situations where he wasn't getting flagged for roughing the passer because he's so big and strong that like normal hits on him would be like would throw other quarterbacks to their back, but he yeah. would just take it. So the rest would be like, oh. like they would ref him a little bit different because of how yeah, just big he was. But interesting to see what will happen. Could the Patriots resign him? Yeah, they probably could. I could see it. I mean, if Belichick wants to commit to this style, yeah, he could. Yeah, let's move a little bit on to running back. What do you got for Kenyon Drake? Chicago. I don't oh, think interesting. I don't think David Montgomery is the answer, and I think that Matt Nagy is on the hot seat. He might want to bring a veteran in that has proven some skill. See if he's got anything left in the tank. Plus, push David Montgomery because David Montgomery just has not been what they thought. See, and I I'm on the other side of that. I I do think Montgomery's the answer, and I think okay. it's scheme, and I think it's just it's the coaching staff. They're not using him as he should be used, but it is true he hasn't produced, right? Yeah, I get that. I'm I'm not I'm not selling on David Montgomery. I don't think that'd be a bad fit. A bad fit though. Are you sold that Kenyon Drake is a premier? Not even premier. Is he a starter in the NFL? Like, is he a starting NFL back? He's probably got one or two more years left. Okay. Yeah, I think this is more of a Matt Nagy trying to save his job type deal. I don't know if Matt Nagy's gonna have a job. I don't, I don't know if he is either. This is, uh, if Matt Nagy's still around, he's going to try to bring in veterans at a lower cost to try to save him. Try, just save himself. Yeah. Where you got him going? I got him staying. Okay. Do you think that's a possibility? I think it is, yeah. I don't know if they're going to want him or if they want to move forward with Chase well, Edwin, Edmonds. but Right, and what's interesting is, what, is, what does Kenny Drake, Drake think he's worth? Yeah, and I'm sure, know. like from a market standpoint, I wonder how much money he's going to be asking for. I mean, he signed like a pretty sizable deal for this season. Sure. He's got to understand that he did not have the year that they were expecting him yeah. to. Um, I mean, he's got a lot of yards, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been like the flash, like big play kind of guy that they right. expected. Right. I would assume that he knows that he's not going to get as much money as he wants, of course. And no one's getting as much money as they want, but he's, he's probably going to understand his market value, right? Watch the Jets throw $12 million at him, and he's going to go there. <laughs> I hate that that's The Jets real. overpay for literally every free agent possible Yeah they do Because no one wants to play there But at the end of the day If you're getting $4 million more to go play there than someone else You're like oh, $4 million. It's a lot of money Yeah A lot of no, money Definitely get that Yeah right. Interesting We'll see what happens Well speaking of the Jets Where you got their former running back Love Bell going? I don't know I don't know what his market is This might be think... heavy poor I don't think he's signing with the team Interesting. Okay. I don't think anyone's going to sign him. I think he's going to ask way too much money because right now he's not doing anything for the Chiefs. No, and the Chiefs the Chiefs drafted Alaire. Yeah, Alaire didn't get any touches last week. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It was really weird. Yeah. And, I mean, I watched a little bit of that game, and Lev Bell didn't look good. Yeah. He looks like he's lost a step. How old is he, 29, 30? He's, yeah, somewhere near there. Interesting. I, I, don't, I don't think he's signed That's, that's why I'm like, I'm, like, thinking, honestly – He's a big name. And, like, my thought is, like, oh, man, he'd kill it in the 49ers offense. But there's no way they're giving him that money because the 49ers don't need to pay running backs. No, they could sign anybody off the street. And they're putting up 
85, 90, 100 yards a game. I could see him. No, not even, not even Detroit. I, no. I mean, no, because uh-uh. like, no one's gonna want to pay him. No, that's what I'm saying. And DeAndre Swift is. I, I'm a big DeAndre Swift believer. I am too. He took a nasty concussion, though. Oh yeah. He, even no. Adrian Peterson has said that since that concussion, he doesn't. He's not the same person. He's a different oh, yeah. person. I believe it. And that's scary. Very. He's a rookie, and he's not himself anymore. Yeah. And obviously, this might like he's still in the protocol, but like that's scary to. He's no, like it is. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely terrifying. It's awful. It's sad that, you know, that's the repercussions of football. Yeah, exactly. And every it's, player knows it too. You do, Amy. But never that doesn't take away from the you know empathy or, you know, how bad you feel for the guy for can just absolutely, hurt like that. Yeah, exactly. It sucks. That's why I hate people who are like, oh, they signed the dotted line. They know what they're getting into. It's like, yeah, but, at the same point, like there has to be legitimate concern for long-term health like you're making money and it's your profession but yeah but there's it, no it, reason that it can't be a both like a both world situation where you're like but i still want to prioritize my health exactly. and be able to think when i'm 50 yeah and i mean you don't want to wish anybody a harder life or like a painful no, life i mean these guys struggle with such mental illness after because yeah. of cte and everything yeah which is 100 percent confirmed a real thing yeah i i'm completely blanking on the football player that Took their own life, shooting Junior himself in the Seau. chest. Yeah, and yeah. so that way his brain could be studied for yeah. CTE. Like, that's awful. Yeah, it was Junior Seau, I believe. Okay, that, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. That's just yeah. terrible. No, yeah, it is, dude. It's absolutely terrible. Going back to our original point, Lev Bell. And I think I'm okay with saying that. Yeah, I don't know where he's going. I don't think he's got a spot anymore. Let's go to Jamal Williams. I think he might have a bigger market than a lot of people would anticipate. He's a bigger name free agent, free agent than a lot of people are going to think. Everything with this depends on what's going on with Aaron Jones. Yeah. There's no way the Packers are going to let both of them walk. Absolutely not. That would be terrible. I would be so pissed off as a Packer fan. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to leave. I, I, Aaron Jones is better than Jamal Williams. Is there any world where the smart option is to let Aaron Jones walk? The only issue is, like, there is merit, though, to not giving the big contract because running backs are just, and it sucks, but running backs are, at the end of the day, replaceable, right? Yeah, and that's, you're that's why right. that's why Melvin Gordon didn't get his money, right? Le'Veon Bell sat out, didn't get his contract that he wanted because unless you're catching 90 balls like Kamara or Christian McCaffrey, it's tough, and running backs have a very short life. They do. I think they've conserved that life quite a bit, having Jamal Williams around, too. I mean, oh, he's, absolutely. he's not getting every rep. No. But Aaron Jones could legitimately be a workhorse that catches 90 passes a year. Oh, yeah, definitely. He runs great routes, catches the ball yeah. really well. He's an elite back that just hasn't quite got work, like the workhorse load yet. Yeah. This might be his time. Do you think Jamal Williams is a starter in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. I have a team for him, too. Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner is going to be gone. Trey Edmonds is going to be out this year. The Steelers need to just clean house at the running back position right now because it's just not working for him. I think Jamal Williams catches the ball enough that he can provide like some passing game help. Yep. But he blocks great for an older Big Ben that I'm assuming he's going to be there next year too. You're going to want to protect him. Williams is like a top three pass protecting yep. running back. He's like, great. He sees blitzes so well. Mm, very physical, not afraid of point of contact. Yeah. Dude, think of how scary that is, too. You're a running back, and you got a middle linebacker screaming through the hole, and you're like, 
I gotta block this dude. I'm just gonna fill the hole. Yeah. Yeah. No. You just gotta get in front of him. If he blows you up, you know he's probably falling too. That's just that's how it goes. What so sucks, but yeah. you gotta do it. Jamal Williams, Pittsburgh, book it. I love that, and I was thinking the same thing. He would fit in so well there. Yeah. And they could address this in the draft too. The Steelers could. I wouldn't be surprised if they used a second or third round pick on a running back. Yeah, I but can they see gotta it. move on. James Conner. I don't think he's it. No, I don't think he is. He's had his like season or two of fame, but now he's you know it's just the end of his road. Yeah, it is. But what a great story though for James Conner. That's... Oh, fantastic story. Yeah, absolute warrior. That takes us to wide receivers. AJ Green. I don't know if he's. I w- I legitimately wouldn't be surprised if his someone's gonna give him money, but I wouldn't be surprised if his career's over. I can see it. He's had so many injuries. I know, and he just which sucks. And he's he's getting up there. Is he thirty two? Yeah, he's thirty two. I wanted the Packers to trade for him last year. That's where I got him going. You got him with the pack. Yeah, yep. I think they're gonna. I think now he's finally gonna have like a low enough price tag, where they're gonna be like Packers okay. to throw him like a million dollar deal, two million dollar deal, or probably, something like that. I'm thinking like three or four probably. Yeah. Like he's a veteran. He's he's got the talent. Probably yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, and I think Green Bay will they'll pay that for a season. They're gonna they're gonna be contenders next year without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're going to pay him. They're going to get the guy that is going to go alongside with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And A.J. Green is insane in the red zone. Yeah, he is. You can just chuck it up, and he's getting catch it. He's coming down Oh, with they it. would have two of the biggest red zone throws. And, dude, Tunyon's got, like, nine touchdowns this year. Yeah, that's insane. I love Tunyon. I would love that if he came. Even with, like, because there's a good chance he's only going to play eight games. Absolutely. But right. in those eight games, he might put, get like six hundred yards and like seven touchdowns. No, exactly. And at this point, like we just need to up, we just need to upgrade the wide receiver position. It's just it is what it is. And I'd feel very comfortable with Lazard being a number three. I think that'd be perfect. But AJ Green, that'd be great. That'd be a very nice spot for AJ Green. Yeah. Well, we're gonna stay in division here too. Allen Robinson, get him out of Chicago, please. I, there's no way he's resigning in, in Chicago, right? No, not there's a chance. There's no way he's resigning there. No, he went there to be a premier talent. Yeah. Trubisky to throw him the ball like yep. 160 times and just be a monster. Mm-hmm. And granted, he's getting all the targets, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a quarterback. No. He needs to go somewhere that has a quarterback. Where do you think he's going? I think Houston would be a nice spot. Oh, I didn't even think about Houston. Be Get great. Deshaun a guy. Yeah. Okay. I think so. He and I Will think, Fuller together. Do you think Will Fuller is a number one, though? I think he'd be think the Alan perfect Robinson, number two. Yeah, I think he's. I think Allen Robinson would be the number one. But I didn't add this in. But Will Fuller's also in a contract season. Oh, true. Yeah, and that was another reason why. Yeah. So that trade didn't go through to the Packers. It, I think. Yeah, it really could be that. Fuller could Will leave Fuller too. just walks, yeah. and then Allen Robinson's the guy, and he's going to want that. I think Houston's a better fit than who I had. The Dolphins. Tua's a better prospect than Trubisky was. He's showing better than Trubisky did. Yeah. And Allen Robinson wants to be the number one, like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the number one. He's going to get number one targets. He's going to be the guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like your pick more, though. Well, and, and I've seen a lot of mock drafts have been mocking the Dolphins taking a wide receiver in the first round. Now that they're 8-4, and four, though, they're not going to be in the Jamar Chase range. No. Probably not Devonta Smith either. Maybe Jalen Waddle, though. Jalen Waddle would be a lot of fun in that offense. What I'm saying, though, is that wide receiver is a need. Yeah, and if they can get Allen Robinson on free agency, come on. Yeah, they have plenty of cap, too. Like, come around. This would be a huge sign huge. for them. Absolutely. Double dip. Take a take a wide receiver in the second round. Get Allen Robinson. 
Yeah. Then the you're best set. thing you can do, and I've said this before too, the best thing you can do for a rookie quarterback, get him an elite target. Without a Make doubt. his life as easy as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Lastly, we have Sammy Watkins. So, I do not like Sammy Watkins at all. But I thought of a scheme fit with a coach that's just going to have at it. Why don't you like Sammy? I just don't think he's like a true wide receiver. I mean, like, he's good for like four and a hundred, like every sixth or seventh game. Like, he's probably going to have yeah. one good game a season. I just don't think he's reliable enough. That's more so what the issue sure. I have is he's just not. He's a got a big injury receiver. history as well, too. Yeah. I kind of go to San Fran. Mm, that'd be fun. Because Kyle Shanahan loves to have his receivers run the ball. He loves those speed guys, yards after yep. catch. But they also need, like, a true receiver. Like, their only true receiver on the team is Kendrick Bourne. They're That's in, not... and yeah, because, like, Debo and Ayuk. They're all they're kind of like a gadget guy, they're, almost. Yeah, or like they're like short yards, like three yep. yards. Sammy can go down the field. Not saying that Debo can't go downfield. No, definitely not. But like, they're yak guys. Yeah, they're yak guys. And Sammy Watkins is the perfect mix of like a yak guy and an actual yep. like full on receiver. I think he fits that perfectly, and he's he's fast enough where Shanahan can still give him an end around or like make some crazy stuff up and he's yeah, a reverse to the house. or something yeah. or, a, or a pop pass. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I like that fit a lot, and that's that's one of the teams that I thought of too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on your pick just because. I and I also don't know what his market is though. I don't know how enticing he is. He's not very enticing. I don't think he's gonna sign a big deal. I think it's gonna be like a one two year deal. So that wraps up our free agency portion for this. And Justin touched on it earlier, but we you know we're gonna give you more once the once the off season comes. We'll give you more of who are the top guys. What are what? Where do we think they're going to go? We're going to do a lot more of this. So, something to look forward to in the off season. Absolutely, and later on in the year, we're going to have a better idea of who's signing where. Exactly. And like, exactly. Or, you know, like re-signing places. Like once we know that Dak's got a deal locked up, he's going to take. He's going to come off the list. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But we want to talk about like the free agency. Where are guys moving to? Yeah, that's so, what makes football fun. Exactly. So we'll get after it this off season. But this is a little teaser. That's the Thursday show, guys. Yeah, yeah, it is. Bushlight, waiting for the Spani sponsorship. Give me, give me, dude, come on. Someone's got a sponsor. Someone's coming. They're coming. You know all, all the know. execs that listen to Heavy Pour. I always give them a shout-out, too. So disrespectful of them. Hey, it's coming. I, I hope so. Don't you worry. I hope so. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening in. Our DMs are always open again. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we can work on. What do you like? We just love hearing from you guys, so thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Peace.